Our topic today is environmental sustainability technology, and I'm joined by Travis Peterson, Senior Solutions Engineer at IBM. So Travis, uh, welcome to the broadcast today. I really appreciate the fact that you were able to join us. Well, thanks, Tracy. I'm glad to be here. So, you know, we all know that climate change is taking place, and, and I think we have a responsibility, not only to ourselves, but to future generations, to do what we can uh, around environmental sustainability and to protect our environment. Um, it, what do you think about that subject? Yeah, I completely agree, Tracy. I know that we have to leave the environment in a better uh, stage or uh, as good as we can for our future generations and, and save on emissions and energy usage and everything like that and waste just to make sure that we leave this place as good or better than uh, uh, we got it. You know, you and I both have been in the facilities management and, and real estate you know, world for a long time. And one of the largest users of energy and the biggest generators of waste are our facilities. So, you know, what kind of trends are you seeing in the commercial world around making facilities more environmentally friendly? Yeah, that's an interesting uh, comment, Tracy. You know, uh, in about 2008, 2009, uh, we started building the product to go in and do environmental sustainability. So capture carbon emissions or calculate them and, and energy uses. And, and there was a lot of buzz then. And then things kind of started slowly dying down because I think companies were, were making so much money uh, and there was no real mandates to reduce your carbon emissions or anything like that. Uh, so it kind of died down. And now within the last year, I'm really starting to see a, a resurgence in people's interest in managing their carbon emissions, you know, being able to back up their kind of their quote unquote greenwashing of saying we're going to be carbon neutral by X date. But then now being able to have the tools in place, and I'm seeing a, a big resurgence in uh, the, the interest in environmental sustainability products. Yeah, you know, I, 10 years ago or longer, uh, we saw products like uh, Tririga Trees, that's part of IBM now, that came into play. And, and I think I was very optimistic then that it was going to become something that was really in demand. But there never was that legislative requirement around it. And I think it's taken a while before there was an increased awareness among facility managers and all that. We really need to take serious steps here. And we're seeing a lot of the emissions factors and all the, the emissions goals that have to be hit. And, and it is becoming a really hot topic again, I think, as well. And, uh, you know, you, you work for IBM. And IBM, frankly, is one of the most innovative and influential companies in history. I mean, they set records all the time with the number of patents they have. Uh, it's, it's an amazing company. What are you seeing inside of a company like IBM that they're contributing to this, if you will, this climate change battle to make things better and, and make the world more uh, environmentally friendly? So within IBM, we obviously have a, a lot of different tools. We're a, you know, a huge multinational company that has lots of different tools that, that help in these arenas. So Tririga being that integrated workplace management system, you know, that's just a natural progression of managing your facilities in real estate and doing it within the Tririga application. And then other tools that are coming out that are making it easier to get emissions factors in or do carbon calculations. And, 
you're going to start to see more and more uh, advertising, more and more uh, packaging of tools to help with environmental sustainability across the portfolio for IBM. Yeah, I, I think one of the challenges that I personally have seen, and I'm sure you've seen it as well, is just gathering all the data needed to properly manage in the sustainability effort. It just, when you have a large company, if you have a large retail organization, for instance, that's scattered across a major geographic area or, or something like a, a US government entity that might have locations in every country in the world, you have a real complex problem of just gathering data. It's hard to calculate your carbon footprint if you don't have data. And, and I'm personally hoping to see maybe some better methods, processes, tools that, that help do that. Yeah, I think we're starting to see some of that in some technological mandates from different public utilities organizations. You know, they're being uh, strongly encouraged to put their data in a format that tools like the, the IBM Trariga application can get access to and utilize to help make that easier for organizations. But even since, you know, day one, that has been the, the hardest part of environmental sustainability is getting your access to that data that you, you're required to have it to do those calculations. Um, now there are tools that are out there better at submetering or metering and submetering, doing calculations from chilled water plants that are central heating and cooling and being able to use that data that you have better access to maybe from a, a building management system to go in and, and get that data and bring it into tools like Tririga to do those calculations and see your trending across the board, as well as, you know, the, the, the push to IOT, putting sensors in, you know, bringing it past just capturing your utility billing data, which obviously can be done in a lot of different tools, uh, but it takes another step beyond just capturing that utility data to understand what buildings used what amount of energy in especially in a, a you know a submetered situation or something like that yeah it's um it's interesting a tool like like a tririga because one of the things that always has interested me in that product is uh, how much information that that it contains around a single building or a single location record uh, if I open a building up in, in Tririga, I have information across a, a wide spectrum of areas, whether it's real estate contracts or leases, uh, operations data, capital projects data. But then I go over to environmental sustainability and, and I have a way to drill in and see all of that data that's coming in around my building. And of course, at some point, if I'm more into a a portfolio manager kind of person, I would look across my real estate portfolio, that's what's going on, or, or geographic regions even. There, there's a lot of tools to do some of that. Um, but but I think there's uh, still an evolution taking place in the reporting and analytics side of that. Yeah, I agree. I think it's because, you know, there doesn't seem to be a unified standard. You'll see different things around the world as far as what you should report on, how it needs to look. I think once we get you know, maybe a little bit more consistency around that or some structure around that, uh, I think that'll make that easier. But the, the combination of you know, looking across your portfolio and, and using IWMS tools like Tririga really helps you build up that 360 degree view of your building, just like you talked about. You know, and, and as you look at a building record, you might be like, wow, that, that sure is a lot of data. 
But I always like to point out, it's really people doing their respective job in the system. So if your job is, you know, an environmental project to put new uh, reflective coating on the roof versus going out and putting in new windows or doing maintenance on your air handlers to make sure that they're operating at peak efficiency and you're monitoring so you don't have, you know, you're not preheating and cooling at the same time within your air handling systems or your HVAC systems and, and doing that all in one system and seeing how that both impacts your carbon emissions and environmental, your utility usages, as well as how it can make a change to it by doing a better job of you know, improvements to the uh, efficiency of your buildings or your equipment. Yeah, you know, that, that brings up a really good point is, even if we get all the data in and we run a nice neat report that says, here's what your facility looks like, you still need actionable items. So being able to identify those green opportunities and track those and budget for those, schedule those so that you can actually take real action is certainly a key to success because, you know, talk is cheap. And that's what a report is. It's a lagging indicators of where you are. Uh, what we want to do, though, is, is take action to make sure we make improvements. And I, I go back to Tririga is a tool that does that. IBM Maximo is a tool that can drive a lot of this work. And um, it seems like that's really the next step is now we've got all the data. We're seeing what we're, we're, what's happening. Uh, we identify those opportunities and let's do something about them. Yeah, Tracy, you know, that, that comment sounds so familiar. Uh, you know, like you said, we've been doing this a long time. And if you think about condition assessment today, typically people will go out, they'll hire a firm to do a condition assessment for them. I might come in and talk to them. They're like, ah, we just had a condition assessment done. I'm like, where's the data? Like, oh, it's over there in the corner, uh, stacked up about three feet high. And, and I always like to say that data was stale the second they captured that data because you had people out doing stuff, right? For lack of, lack of a better uh, technical term, right? They might've been doing repairs on the equipment. They might've been you know, working on environmental sustainability issues. And without bringing that into kind of a, a living, breathing system like Tririga, you do end up with that stale data. So it's super important to bring that information in, take actions on it, and then follow through that continuous process improvement loop. And your buildings just keep getting better and better. Uh, as you move forward, or you might make a decision to get out of a building. Maybe you want to terminate a lease earlier. Maybe you want to let it naturally expire. Or you want to sell a building or anything like that. And, and the IBM Tririga tools help you make all those decisions. Are you seeing a change maybe in the business culture a little bit around um, the expense that's involved? You know, facility managers are trying to get the most they can for their money out of a building. And sometimes you see a backlog of, of opportunities, in particular, I've seen it with environmental opportunities, but it's, it's kind of like, well, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, the old saying, uh, hey, my AC unit's working just fine. I'm not going to replace it, even if it does mean cleaner air. But, but there seems to be a change maybe culturally and uh, in, in the mental conditioning of people to, you know what, maybe we need to invest not only in our facility, and, but we need to invest in our future, right? Are you seeing anything like that, Travis? You know, I have. I'm in the kind of our public area. So I work with universities and public utilities and uh, government organizations. And I see a lot of them, you know, starting to take a more proactive approach to managing environmental sustainability and, you know, people 
getting in and saying, hey, I'm going to lead this for my organization and really stepping up to to take different you know routes to do better for their organization. So, yeah, I, I am seeing that. Yeah, it's, it's good to see. I, I know um, 20 or 30 years ago, and I, not even maybe further than that, when I was a kid back in the 70s, you know, the sunsets were always red from air pollution and people threw trash out of their cars and the rivers, you wouldn't dare eat a fish you caught out of a river. And, and we've come a long ways. I think as a nation, we have come a long ways, but we have a long ways to go. And I think uh, facilities is certainly an area that can really help take us to the next level. Now, another thing I'm wondering uh, what your thoughts are on is things like AI. You know, we're seeing if we if we take this data we've accumulated, we run analysis, we see how we might want to uh, execute and take solid actions on opportunities to do better. But it seems like with the advent of AI and, and things like IBM's Watson out there, that maybe we can start looking into the future more too and, and get predictive indicators that say, you know what, really, there's more value than you think in this expenditure to go green on something. Uh, you know, you're probably a little closer to that than I am, but and, and maybe it's a guessing game a little bit because we don't know what all the world holds. And I was actually talking to someone earlier about, hey, in a couple of years, we'll be talking about our our Tririga running on a quantum computer, right? <laughs> but but what, are, what are your thoughts on that too? Being more predictive, looking down the road at the, the benefit and, and the impact. So that's an interesting uh, question, Tracy. A little bit of the, the AI comes around to what I feel is kind of the starting point is det detecting those anomalies that, or the core correlations between data that people just can't see. So I think that will be kind of that first step, you know, to uh, crawl before we walk and then before we run. So bringing that in, having tools like Watson and AI analyze the data to understand a pattern in, in whatever that is. Maybe that pattern is when the weather does X, obviously your energy usage might go up. But if you were to, you know, look, predict a little bit better, maybe instead of having to turn the AC up all the way, you could kind of step into understanding when it's going to be needed to run at, at full speed and just gaining some energy efficiencies that way. Uh, or things like how and when should we be buying energy? You know, a lot of people have contracts with their energy providers. Should we be, should we be battery, you know, should we, should we be storing this so we can take off peak energy or buy it at different times and use it? Or, you know, is there value in putting, uh, solar panels on our roof or on our campus or in our facility. You know, I'm, I'm seeing that we're getting closer to ROI on those. You know, we were quite a ways out and some of them are a lot better now as far as like solar panels go. And, and I think we will, we'll see some technologies that'll be driven by AI to help move us to, uh, you know, a more sustainable future. Yeah, you know, and that that's a great point, because if you look at wind or solar and other sustainable forms of energy, but but even across a campus or something, it's easy as a facility manager for me to sit back and look at opportunities to improve my building. But to do a cross campus analysis or even a global analysis, 
is a feat of engineering almost. And something like AI, they can come in and, and um, have a better understanding and look at a larger amount of data and come up with results uh, would be interesting. And the other thing that I would think would be interesting is as we maybe improve in one campus area and we start seeing results, AI could take that information and apply across um, other areas of the company or, can, or like you, you use the university as an example too, and say, okay, let's take this success story and let's see what happens if we apply it across multiple scenarios. These are things that are very difficult to do with a person by hand that AI could really tackle. They could learn from the things for better or worse, things that don't work well, things that work well, look at how it might apply to other things. I, I think there's a, a huge leap in technology coming in sustainability. Yeah, I completely agree. And I can see it from the momentum that is being gained in other organizations looking at tools like the Tririga application to help with their sustainability. And it's just picking up. And I think we will gain more momentum as we move forward. It'll be interesting to see, you know, we're, um, we're the ones that, that have to hand the world off to the next generations. And, and I think we have a responsibility to to definitely do the best we can there, right? It's so easy for companies and governments to pass the buck, if you will, and say, well, we'll, we'll do what we can, but the next generation's got to figure it out. And, and I think we're kind of done that too long now. It's just time to take solid action. And, and personally, I see IBM as a company that's quite capable of being the leader in that area. And they have there's so much technology and, and so much expertise on staff. I, I think the next few years ought to be pretty exciting for the company. Yeah, I think so too. But I, it's also important to, like you talked about earlier, you know, we've made a lot of headway. We, you know, we've cleaned up a lot of rivers. We've cleaned up a lot of pollution. You know, we've been doing a lot of things to make our environment better, right? Recycling now is is pretty rampant around around the U.S. especially uh, and around the world. So we've been making advantage, advances that you know, kind of individual people can make. And now it's time, like you said, that kind of the corporations step up and you know, a lot already are doing, you know, major, major things around sustainability and, and putting their kind of their money where their mouth is now and being able to move that forward. And I think we're going to see that keep going and even gain more momentum. Well, Travis, I really appreciate the time for you uh, to join me today. And it was a very interesting conversation. We'll have to about this time next year, we'll have to have this conversation again and look back over 2022 and, and see what happened. Well, we will. Absolutely, Tracy. And thanks for having me. Maybe we can uh, actually have uh, a live meeting uh, within the next year or two and get together on site instead of uh, being on Zoom all the time. <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to that. I, I was uh, talking to someone earlier and I we were actually, you, we mentioned Tririga several times and we were talking about the first live event that's a major Tririga meeting. And, and I said, well, don't cram the agenda too full because it's going to be a family reunion. The people that have been in the business for a long time and haven't been able to see each other for a couple of years are going to be distracted from the official uh, agendas. Yeah, you're absolutely right on that one. It's a pretty small world. Uh, everybody kind of knows everybody, so it will be uh, fun to get back together. All right. Well, you have a good new year, and um, I'm sure we'll talk to you sometime in 2022, and we'll revisit this topic. All right. That sounds great. Thanks, Tracy. You too. Thank you.